see I've been waiting. Waiting on that time. Feel me if you've been waiting on yours. That moment. It's close, it's close, it's close. Yeah. Tired of living day to day like everything's alright. Just waiting on that moment. Waiting on my moment. Yeah. Old dude met mom, it was on. Then he named me over a phone. Prison term, live and learn, sip and serve with my vision blurred. Take this cup of reality, niggas finna earn. When you start from the bottom, you can see the top So when you get to it, don't let them see the spot Next thing you know, you're looking for a rent sign Upper echelon Bitch, we skip line I remember reminiscing in the kitchen like I wonder when them braids gon' win it I wonder when them falcons gon' get here Pirates vision made more than I ever made with DTP this year oh. Try to live in day to day like everything's alright People, what's happening? You know what it do? <laughs> and y'all know who, baby. It's your boy, RVA Who. Welcome back to the Hell Podcast. Welcome back, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's a special episode. It's much madness. This is madness. This is mayhem. This is madness. Some of y'all nerves is a bitch booty hole puckered like a mug. Ah oh, man, chill all that out. Chill it out. The ugliest thing in the world happened to us. The ugliest shit in the world. In the whole world. Ain't let us forget. For 365 motherfucking days. Cut on ESPN right now. As soon as you get done hearing this episode, cut on ESPN. That top of the hour headlines. 16 C Gardner Webb is playing UVA a, a year later after yada, yada, yada. Embrace it. Own it. Just waiting on our moment. You heard the intro. Tired of living every day like everything just fine. Fuck that. We're just fine. We're not just fine, dog. And some of y'all may just be fine with these ACC regular season. Regular season champs! We're habitual regular season champs! Let's go! Mm-mm. Uh-uh. You need to fall all the way back so goddamn far. You dislocate your knee. Pop that money right out of place and sit your ass down. Tony Bennett is so much more than that, dog. Like he is a transcendent from from <laughs> from the north. He is our king, and we represent House Bennett. And today we go to battle. The last time things went astray, it was a little wild. It got a little wild. But times have changed. We've grown. We've matured. And in House of Bennett, it's all about what you do after. How can you learn from your mistakes? How can you make yourself a better general? 
to further the battle for House Bennett to bring back the throne. We want the throne. House Bennett! Yeah! You know what I'm saying? Better wake up. It's a big game. We got Gardner Webb. It's gonna be interesting. I think Gardner Webb is a decent team. I watched some little YouTube video. Man, they suck at shooting threes. So, I for real. What what what's the what's the saying? Uh, I mean, somebody tweet me after this if you once you hear this. Uh, UVA, when you play UVA, it's the first to 60 or some shit like that. I'm like, right, hey, look, so help me God, <clears throat> if we don't come out that bitch, and I mean, if I don't see Ty and Kyle shooting from 34 feet, DeAndre, and he has got to posterize some people. You see how John came out and let him know it stopped? I know Dre watching like, man, I'm finna tear these motherfuckers ass up. I'm finna star these motherfuckers. He, that man, he got to be ready. We need Jay ready. I, we need him coming off the bench, banging and yelling. And, ah! We need all that emotion and so much more. A lot of people are pissed about Kihei. But we gonna transition that into this next topic. Now on Kihei. <clears throat> I see so many of y'all on Twitter with so many of y'all motherfucking basketball professional opinions. Let me ask you a question. Who in the fuck are you to question Tony Bennett? If he started that motherfucker, there's a reason he's starting him. You see how when he first came out, nobody understood about this. We call him the muskrat, the measle. Hey, he little man play big, don't it? And he got a big effect, dog. He growing into his game. Give him his time, and then he getting this much time when he this young. What the hell you think gonna happen when he get older? Y'all crazy. Some of y'all be stuck on stupid sometimes. Y'all be addicted to a, a phantom dream that ain't there. ESPN ain't gonna never put us on top. ESPN ain't none of these columns ever gonna show us the love we deserve. You see that in football. You see that shit. You see it. You see it in basketball. No matter how good consistently we are, there's always something else to be said about us. Always. So I don't know what our expectation is. Our expectation every year should remain the same. We need to go out there. We need to be winning the ACC, and we need to be getting these one seeds continually, and we need to be going on these deep tournament runs. This little first and second round, 16th round, Elite Eight, nah, man. We got to get to the four, man. We have got to get to the final two. We have got to get to the big game. We have got to get to the finish line. There's an end game in this shit, player, and we got to reach it. We have got to level up. Once we get, if once we really get there, if we make it to the Final Four this year, I'm telling you now, it's gonna be a whole new Virginia team that will show up in the Final Four. We just gotta, we gotta get over ourselves. We the only people that stop us. We, football. We as fans. 
don't want to show up because we have some expectation of something that's not there. And then in basketball, everybody want to show up and then you be so goddamn heartbroken and had these stupid fucking phantom expectations and not expecting the real thing. It's 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 time. We hey look, it's it's rare. Real rare that you see the coaches that we have that are in place, like Tony Bennett. Man, teams would kill for him, dog. Tony ain't going nowhere. He had it for the end game. But I think this could be the greatest era in UVA sports ever. 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 If we can maintain both of these coaches, because a lot of schools will come calling. Pretty sure Tony J, just like Bronco, had some last year. He declined him. Told him, hell no. Put money down on the facility. Put his name on it. He liked it, and he put a ring on it. Beyonce head ass. Yes, sir. Love it. Tony Bennett. I mean, look what he has built. And do. What, what's the point of leaving when you done built it this high and you right there? You Garrett, you Garrett, you in the door. You get we Garrett, hang our motherfucking coats up and take our shoes off. Honey, you got some crackers? I know, cause I like that. I like that the cheese that's in the can with the little. Funny looking white top, you can squirt it on the crackers, a little squirt can. All that shit fire with some rich crackers. That, that. Yeah, man. We getting it. And we're gonna do this together. So, with that being said, I will return after the game with a reaction. And we'll see how this shit go. I'm expecting us to do some damage today. I'm expecting us to come out and let these motherfuckers know why, who, and exactly who we are. See that? Why? Why? Y'all tried to drag us. Y'all y'all really thought we was a fucking game. Y'all let that bullshit last year. We all played ourselves. And I, I'm so glad we lost that game of Florida State. God damn it, I'm so glad. Everybody jumped back on it. Oh, immediately started trying to kick us in the head. Our fans ready to give it all up. We getting beat up. Motherfuckers running with nosebleeds. Trying to lead their heads back. I mean, it was incredible. And I mean, it won't nothing but fuel to the fire because that's not going to define these boys. These boys won't be defined by last year they won't be defined by some of the losses this year or they'll never be Duke they can't be Duke so they can't beat an athletic team yeah I they they can't shoot offensively they're not athletic enough they don't have anybody who can really athletically take you off guard yeah I they can't really beat the press the guards aren't fat. Yeah. Alright. Today is the day. My boy's gonna go out there. My dog Ty gonna drop at least 20. Kyle gonna drop at least 20. Dre. I'm going to double-double. He ain't gonna get 20, but he'll get right under 20. I think he gonna get... Uh, Let's say 11 rebounds, five assists. 
Braxton will have like 10. Mama Day, 7. Jack going to have like 10. Jack, Jack cover today. And then the bench will get involved today. I think Jay going to come off the bench. And, man, he, it, when he come off the bench, it's going to be showtime. When Jay Huff come in the game, fans need to stand up. Stand up at home. Stand up at the bar. Stand up. It don't matter. It may take five minutes, dog. But motherfuckers going to realize why you're standing up. Because you're going to be like, ooh. Yeah. I expect big things today. I expect defense to show them what the fucking... Let's remind the NCAA what the pack line is. I'll holler at y'all this afternoon. Welcome back to the Hill Podcast. We got a quick episode this Wednesday. I'm just going to go over a few... Some things been pissing me off. Some things have been pissing me off. Dre not being named player of the year is absolutely fucking ridiculous. I don't know... Who the hell they put on these panels? It's just these... Anybody can get a credential to vote on this shit now. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, Dre wasn't even a finalist. He wasn't even top 15. And anybody, anybody with a brain, with a functioning brain, knows that's 100% bullshit. Dre is one of the two best players in the country right now. Maybe one of the three. You can say he and RJ Barrett are a very close second behind Zion. So, uh, uh, some people agree with me on that because he's been to named in the top five. I've, we've seen him pop up pretty high in some of these, like, lesser sites, mock drafts, uh, not as official and shit as more official ones like ESPN and Bleacher Report, where he's been mocked in the top five on both of those sites, most recent mock draft, uh, kind of sliding out Dookie Cam Reddish back into more of the 6 7 spot. Drake kind of stole his spot, which is perfect. Cause fuck Duke But uh, TB is also Tony Bennett's also one of the four finalists For Naismith Coach of the Year He has to be Don't mean to come off as arrogant But this team is fucking amazing this is, there's, there's nobody better at All the shit involved In just being a successful team Than the 2018 through 19 Virginia Cavaliers I mean I, I'd be shocked if Tony doesn't win it You could debate that it goes to Roy Roy's done a Fucking great job, rival, but I actually, Roy's a great fucking coach. I have nothing against that man. Um, it's either going to be TB or Roy for the coach of the year. You can bet on that. Uh, tournament expectations, I mean, what do you think? What do you think? I have UVA beating Duke 87-85 in the championship game after dispatching of North Carolina in the Final Four and prior to that, Tennessee. Which I don't know which game I'd be more concerned about between the two, North Carolina and Tennessee. I think I'd be a little more concerned about uh, Tennessee. Um, but, you know, North Carolina with that revenge factor, I don't know if that actually plays much of a factor, but uh, you never know. You don't want to play a team twice after you beat them the first time. But uh, Ole, Miss, Ole Miss is also a pretty scary team. If they want to get hot, they can get hot. They can get real hot. Um, Ole Miss, they ain't a layover. They ain't a pushover. I think we should root for Oklahoma in that first-round game. I think we match up a lot better, a lot better against Oklahoma. I'm talking 20 points difference, like 10-point win versus Ole Miss, fucking 30-point win versus Oklahoma. Uh, also, want to switch over to football real quick and then close this off, close, close this segment off pretty soon after this too. Bronco. He, a lot of us have seen his uh, latest interview they did. I forget which network did it. Um, it wasn't Virginia Sports TV, I don't think. 
Um, might have been Cavs Corner, but they did like a five-minute interview with him, and you could just tell. He, he's just different. He's different. He has this new confidence in his team. When he talks about it, you can tell. He knows we've come to fucking play. We've come to take the Coastal. The Coastal. The Coastal. The Coastal's good as fucking ours. I mean, Miami's bringing in these transfers. Yeah, I mean, they're adding up these former five stars, turn fucking bad. But it doesn't really concern me. I mean, these guys are coming. Everybody's expecting these guys to come fresh into a place off of a uh, former place where they couldn't excel and automatically just magically thrive off their former fucking 247sports.com fucking rating as if that holds any weight two years down the road. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know about it. I don't know about these guys that haven't played in a while and we're just expecting Miami to win the Coastal again. I think the tide has shifted in the media. I think we were definitely the heavy favorites after the South Carolina blowout. You started to see the media kind of turn towards Virginia expected to win the Coastal. And I think we're kind of seeing them return to Miami after all these grad transfers. And uh, ultimately, we can shut that up very quick if we start off 4-0, beat their in-state rival, Florida State. Um, That's all that's going to take. So I'm hoping to get to the point where by the time we get to the Miami game, it already looks like we have the Coastal. And we go into that Miami game as the Coastal favorites. And win or loss, we still have a great chance of winning the Coastal. I don't see us losing the Tech this year. These Tech fans think seem to think there's some voodoo black magic that's gonna that comes with the fucking number 15. It's automatically gonna carry over to every single year from now on forth. It, it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Every year's a new year. I don't know how the hell we've lost 15 years in a row. That's it's beyond me. It's been a lot of crazy shit that's going on. Hokies. A lot more luck than skill. You could definitely make that argument. Uh, it, it's going to end this year. I'm pretty much 100% sure. If it doesn't end this year, damn sure going to end next year. This shit ain't lasting too much longer. That's that's something we know for sure. Uh, but this could be a potentially very, very uh, progressive season. In that we go down in the history of Virginia football. I mean, we could. I honestly think we're going ten and two out of conference, and then losing to Clemson in the ACC championship and winning our bowl game for a final record of eleven and three. Uh, that's pretty damn good. That's going to draw in the type of recruits that are really up there with the Clemsons. Well, not the Clemsons, but pretty much second Florida States of the ACC, the Florida States of the Miamis. We're going to start recruiting on par with them. I really see us after this season potentially having a top four recruiting class in the ACC for football uh, for sure. And honestly, if you want to flip that over to basketball, we all know that it, uh, the reason I really don't even talk about basketball recruiting that much is because Tony Bennett is so unique in the fact that he can just take whoever the fuck he wants. He took Kihei Clark with a dude with uh, a dude with offer from fucking, I think, UC Davis. And he made him a fucking stud. He made him a fucking stud. It's, or he just knew the system that he worked in. Not even necessarily he made him. He just knew that Kihei would fit the system. And Kihei fucking attacked that shit. So that's just... that's. There's no need to talk about basketball recruiting because whoever Tony Bennett gets, you know it's the best for his system. You know he's going to make it work, so no need to worry about all that. But Juan Thornhill has also been mocked in a couple of recent drafts in the first two rounds. Seen him a lot in the first round. Seen him a lot in the first round. I mean, his combine numbers were fucking impressive. He uh, came in second in the NFL like combine history. For a 40, I want to say 44-inch, might have been 45-inch broad jump. Uh, just fucking ridiculous. His, his uh, stock went up even higher, and it was already climbing before the combine. So Juan and 
other guys like Quinn, who's about to step up for the Panthers, and just all these guys we have in the NFL combined with this upcoming winning season for football is going to really take not just the program, but recruiting. Well, I guess not just recruiting, but the program is the more appropriate way to say that. To a whole fucking new level. It's it's going to be some things that if you had said 10 years ago what Virginia football is going to look like in a couple years, you would have gotten laughed at. If, if you had told them that Virginia football is going to be in the ACC championship in 2019, and you told them that in 2015, would anybody have you believed you? <laughs> I mean, no. There's no fucking way. So that just leads me to say, enjoy this upcoming tourney round. It's about to be a fun tourney round. Honestly, not the team itself, but the matchup I'm most worried about is Ole Miss. Just because it's still early, we could uh, kind of be overlooking them. Kind of similar to what we did last year with UMBC. Kind of getting off that 16th seed, kind of not thinking too straight, <laughs> too much about the uh, potential power of the H seed that waits in Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a sleeping motherfucking giant. They got some very skilled players, and honestly, they kind of seemed to me like one of those teams that really just didn't give a fuck about the regular season. Once they knew they were in the tournament, they didn't really try. They didn't come anywhere near their full potential. So they're they're like a five, six seed, more of a six seed uh, talent caliber team uh, playing in an eight seeds body. It's it's not a great draw, um, but honestly, they might not even get past Oklahoma on that same exact token. Because they are so inconsistent. Uh, you're either going to see a really, really, really fucking good Ole Miss or a really, really bad Ole Miss. It's rarely in between. Um, but once we get past Ole Miss, I ain't too worried about Kansas State. I ain't too worried about Whiskey. I ain't too worried about, uh, I guess, a little worried about Tennessee, a little worried about North Carolina. Of course, you're big worried about Duke, but that's a championship game. If we get there, there's no worries anyway. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna conclude this episode now by saying Wahoo Wah first of all and second of all enjoy this national championship.